Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. All right, y'all, I'm going to be honest. I cannot stop thinking about Cozy, which is some of the most thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living that I've ever seen. And we have talked about Cozy's beautiful products before, but I really want to harp on the Cozy experience itself. Because not only is the delivery fast and free, but the purchasing process itself is actually fun. As someone who is notoriously bad at making decisions and commitments to things, the fact that Cozy allows me to fully customize pieces and then physically see them in my space through an augmented reality, well, they fully eliminated my fear of commitment. And when I say the furniture itself is so elegant, I mean it. Everything is carefully designed in Canada with the intention to enhance any space with high quality products at a fair price. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com to start customizing your furniture today. That's C-O-Z-E-Y dot com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. I know I do. But I think it's equally as important to know what you do with that time if you had it. But learning how to prioritize what's important to me didn't come naturally. It's taken a lot of wonderful loving people, including a couple of really great therapists, to get me there. Now, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I do believe the world would be so much better if everyone had access to a good therapist that did the right thing for them. But until we get to my perfect utopia, I will never stop searching for ways to make self-help and therapy and life improvement more accessible. So if you have personally been thinking of starting therapy, maybe BetterHelp is the right thing for you. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And ideally, if you find the right match for you, we can all learn how to make time for what makes us really happy. Visit betterhelp.com slash makeyourbed today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash makeyourbed. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Today, I really wanted to lighten things up a bit and talk about one of my favorite ways to recover from anything painful, which is through laughter. Laughter has been considered a very good medicine since before I was born, and according to scientific research, it can have so many benefits for our physical, our mental, and our social health. For one, when we laugh, our whole body relaxes. A good hearty laugh will relieve physical tension and stress and can actually leave our muscles relaxed for up to 45 minutes after the initial laughter. By releasing relaxation hormones and reducing stress, it can also promote healthier sleep and recovery. Laughter also has a way of boosting our immune system. Not only does it activate our immune cells, but it also produces antibodies. In fact, there was a 15-year Norwegian study published in April of 2016 that found that women with strong senses of humor lived longer than others. In fact, they were 73% less likely to die from heart disease and 83% less likely to die from infection. It appeared that men with a better sense of humor seemed to be more protected from infections with 74% less risk of death associated with high scores in humor. But the importance of these studies show us that laughter doesn't just feel good, it also is good. 
It enhances our intake of oxygen, stimulates our heart and other muscles, stimulating organs, and decreasing our heart rate and blood pressure. Plus, one of my favorite things about laughter is it connects us socially. While of course, smiling and laughter does happen naturally and automatically, laughter is also a very important social cue. What I really love about laughter is it shows others that I'm engaged and I understand them and that we're speaking the same language. If I'm laughing at the same things someone near me is laughing at, I feel so much more connected to them, truly. And this might be because we are socialized to laugh and smile more in a group, as it is a form of communication. So by choosing friends who make me laugh regularly, I'm able to connect with and communicate things on a level that sometimes words just can't get to. And I have naturally always used humor as a defense mechanism and an automatic response to most things, including trauma, which I don't necessarily think is the healthiest way to do it. But fortunately, this has trained me to find the humor in everything. I'm able to laugh at myself and all my misfortunes, which truly does make them a lot easier to get through. But sometimes, even I struggle to find the funny in things. And whenever I'm really struggling to find laughter or fun or joy, I actually highly encourage faking it until you make it. And while I'll usually veer towards authenticity over trying to fake something, the beauty of laughter is it is pretty contagious. So once you force a fake laugh, it's pretty impossible to not feel that laughter genuinely. Plus, fake smiles actually do increase our feelings of happiness and communicate to our brain that we are safe and happy, which positively impacts our outlook, our health, and our quality of life. Truly, one of my favorite things to do to photography clients is to tell them to give me the fakest laugh they can. Make it more artificial than you could possibly make it. And throughout this personal study, it's been a 100% success rate on getting a genuine laugh out of them, because that's the beauty of fun, is you can make it. Because the thing is, laughter is a surprisingly complicated process. It engages multiple regions of our brain and our body. The frontal lobe is thought to help us interpret the various pieces of information that we receive throughout the day, all the sounds, all the images. And then that frontal lobe also decides whether or not those are funny, which will trigger an emotional response in our limbic system, which controls our feelings, like pleasure or fear. Those will in turn stimulate the motor cortex, which is in charge of our physical responses. Any guffaw, snort, chuckle, or cackle is a natural response that happens super quickly, but is still going through so many different systems in our body that it actually has a pretty vast and intense effect on us. According to Sophie Scott, a professor of cognitive neuroscience at University College London, when you start to laugh, you get a fairly large contraction in your rib cage. Very large, very fast, and those contractions push air (laughs) in a very primitive way of making noise. And at the brain level, this is associated with a change in circulating endorphins, which is dope because it can give us a pain-killing sensation. As we laugh, our adrenaline levels lower, which over time will lower our stress hormone cortisol. Now, of course, there are absolutely inappropriate times to find the humor in things. I need to be clear that laughter is not some cure-all to diffuse all stressful situations, but when it is more appropriate, it's kind of hard to deny all of the health benefits that go along with it. Because when those endorphins are circulating throughout our brain, we're gonna feel better. 
Plus, the act of laughing means we're breathing harder and inhaling more oxygen. So the more oxygen we can funnel to our cells, the better our body is going to feel. Luckily, I got obsessed with comedy, which means my friend group is really funny. But even if you don't have a hilarious friend group like me, that doesn't mean you can't create one. And it doesn't mean there aren't other ways to laugh. Stand-up specials, TV shows, movies, and even books can make us cackle. But I think my favorite thing I learned in doing research for all of this is a lot of those health benefits come true even if it's not a genuine laugh. So lately, if I'm ready to move on to another stage and I've given myself enough time to process the sad moment I've been experiencing, I've literally started this practice of fake laughing until I feel different. And I'm not saying to fake laugh your way out of every awkward conversation or painful experience. Trust me, I am still getting my cries in. But it is nice to know that even when I'm not with my community, I can still feel that intense connection with them through the power of laughter. And I think that's the dopest part, is that it's one of the few things in our life that we really can fake and force and actually become genuine and authentic. So the fact that we can initiate such a positive emotional and physical response in our body automatically by spontaneously faking laughter until it turns to the real thing is pretty dig-dig exciting to me. And sure, I'm not going to pull it out when it's inappropriate, but every once in a while, it might be nice to know that the fake stuff is just as valuable and important as the real thing. Also, if you want some funny memes and videos that I think are hilarious, I posted them on my Instagram at mydbpodcast. If you want to get a feel for what my sense of humor is, and truly, I'm always receptive to new memes and videos. If you've got them, send them my way. Either way, I love y'all. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie.